He's walking to the three. He's at the two. Fielding the kick. Runs into the end zone. That is a touchdown. Snap. Placement. Kick by Hartley. And it is. It is good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Pigs have flown. Hell is frozen over. The Saints are on their way to the Super Bowl. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the fifth down. I know it's been a while, but um, it's kind of just been boring. Not a whole lot going on with preseason. No major players changing positions. Um, you know, no no teams making trades. Um, Jimmy G is still stuck in San Francisco waiting on Trey Lance to fail. And then uh, that's when you're going to see Jimmy G again. So, uh, you know, that's what we got. That's the update of the past couple of weeks. But we're here to you today. Because Aaron Donald decided to go full um, crazy man um, at the joint practice with the Bengals today. Yeah, so for those of you who haven't seen it, I'll put the uh, the article from Outkick in the show notes. Uh, there's also a Twitter thread in there we're going to throw up on the screen a little bit. Show you some of the photos. Uh, it was pretty bad. Uh, he went full Kyle Turley slash Miles Garrett and ripped yeah, one of the dude. Bengals. Ripped one he of the was... Bengals players' helmets off. No. Two of them. Two, he was double two helmets. helmets. <laughs> That's right. He was double fit, and so he got a dual wielder feet. Yeah, he and, was double uh, fit in helmets. He made contact too, because like a lot of people, are like, well, he didn't hit anybody, but you can you can hear it in the video. You can hear solid contact between helmet to helmet. So, um, yeah. So, Aaron Donald uh, went full crazy man on the um, Bengals, and he will not be suspended for it. That's your take now. Yeah, I did some research on it. Uh, the NFL actually has no jurisdiction over any kind of suspensions for shit that takes place during practices. So wow. the suspension that would come down from that would have to be from the team directly from the team itself, and they're not going to. I gonna, thought so. They are not going to go out and suspend Aaron Donald, probably the best player on their team, for six games or any amount of time uh, because of this. Uh, the only way the NFL can step in is if the Bengals players that he actually hit with the helmet would press charges. Then it would become a league matter at that point. Uh, if I'm the Bengals, and I know that this is a team I could face in the Super Bowl. I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, the fact the fact of the matter is. I mean, dude, that's, that's, it's battery. It's battery at this point, right? It's aggravated yeah, I mean, battery. Uh, Adam Scheffner said it best. They were like, so what, what is your thoughts on this? And all he could say was, it's assault. And, and that's basically no, it's actually, what it is. It's, it's actually an assault it's, with a de- assault. It's, ba- it's actually it's, assault it's, with a deadly weapon. Yeah, and it's because, a battery charge because you hit when you actually connect, it becomes battery. So yeah, it's assault he, when you try. It's battery when you hit somebody. If he knocks somebody Roughly. in the head who's not wearing a helmet while he's swinging a helmet with the sh- with the force that he was putting behind it, he could kill somebody. And or at the, bare minimum concussions. Yeah, leading crayon books and crayon books and crayons for the rest of their life. You know, but, um, you know, coloring books and crayons. I mean, it, it, it's nuts that he's going to probably just walk away with this from scot-free because the NFL, and, and I mean, it's not their fault, I guess, I guess with the way that the, uh, the bargain agreement and what's not written is that the NFL has no jurisdiction over the practices. So it would have to come down from the Rams themselves. And I, I just don't see them doing that i agree i i don't 
There might be a slap on the wrist, fine type situation. Like I see that happening. Well, we're we're uh, going to find you yeah, a thousand dollars. They have to save face <laughs> somehow. They have to save face somehow. And that's probably how they're going to do it. Is they're going to find him like ten thousand dollars, five thousand dollars, whatever. Getting... But but I'm just I, I I cannot like you just had a bunch of suspensions for all kind of other shit, right? Arguably, this is on the same level as the Alvin Kamara stuff. Okay, because you're talking about attacking somebody now. Maybe not because Kamara and a bunch of guys jumped the dude. Yeah, um, Kamara, but... Kamara, Kamara is kind of a weird situation because he was involved in in a, in a group beating. Um, right. His guy actually did press charges against him. They're they're currently fighting over this in court, and the NFL is waiting on what's going to happen in the court situation to levy a suspension on Alvin Kamara. He's going to be suspended. It, it, it's just a matter of time depending on what happens with the court case, it, right? Yeah, and it, it may not even be this year based on what it, it's I've been probably, It's probably not going to be this year. All of this is going to keep on getting pushed back and back uh, by Alvin's um, lawyers and the other guy. They're trying to settle out of court and figure this out, but this is probably just going to keep getting pushed back and pushed back. So it's less likely that he's going to be suspended this season for it, but there is a suspension coming for him some way, shape, or form. No time. Yeah, and for this, I mean, this got Miles Garrett suspended, quote unquote, indefinitely. It turned out to be six games. Yes. Yeah. Um, the same thing got Carl Tolley suspended for the remainder of the year, I believe, when he did I, it. I don't, I don't remember uh, his suspension. That was so long ago; it's hard to say. And, and Kyle Turley's situation was different. He ripped the guy's head off and then threw it across the field. You know, at least that's, that's how that's I roughly, remember it. Happened. That's roughly the same thing that happened. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I, I mean, you know, he he went full on berserker on it and just tossed him across the uh, the field. But uh, yeah, I mean, look, the NFL is, is getting a lot of black eyes lately, and the way that they handle these situations is the reason why it's happening, right? Because they're not appeasing to the fans for for the punishment. Because you're gonna have fans who are gonna be pissed off that Aaron Donald will not be suspended. And they may not understand the, the reasoning why. They may not understand the fact that the NFL doesn't have jurisdiction over practices. Um, even though if it is a joint practice, maybe they should. Um, you know, if a player goes rogue and tries to kill someone with a helmet, um, the NFL should probably be able to step in and say, hey, you're suspended indefinitely, or at least on the commissioner exempt list where you can't play or get paid. So... I mean, this situation is kind of weird because it happened at practice, but I mean, there were league reps there. So, I mean, maybe that might throw something out there, you know, I, I don't know how, how it's going to work out, but like I said, I don't see the Rams stepping up and doing the right thing and suspending him. Um, the Rams are going to walk away from it and act like nothing happened. And, and, I mean, that's what's going to happen, right? I, I mean. No integrity. No no integrity. The Rams have zero integrity. And it goes all the way back to the fact of the no call when they can't even admit that the only reason they made the Super Bowl that year is because of the no call. And, look, here's the thing where I'm okay with, like, a little more pressure coming against the Rams. Because, you know, this is probably, like, some, you know, in the locker room type of thing where it's like, oh, we're not going to. You know, this happened in practice. Let's not make a deal of it. You know, it happened. You know, I, I, practice fights happen a lot. 
You know, we hey, sit Aaron, in Saints you're, camp. You're gonna you're gonna sit out our next preseason game. Right. There you go. Like he wasn't we gonna did, sit out, yeah. We did something. We punished him. He sat out for the preseason game. That's what they're gonna do. I mean Yeah, it, it, I, I mean you know. That that's it's it's lies and garbage, it's 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 fake. There's zero integrity out of that organization. And like if we're supposed to take it seriously, you know, I mean you know, it's one thing to get in a shoving match, you know, maybe throw a little punch or two. But to take somebody's helmet off, two players' helmets off, and then swing them at somebody else's head—I mean, look—if that, that I'm a, the line. if I'm a fan and I'm at that practice and I run on the field and I rip someone's helmet off and swing it at somebody, I'm walking out of that practice. Beat you're, not walking out. you're not walking out. You're not walking cuffs. out. You're not walking out. You know, I mean, I'm leaving that. I'm leaving. You're gonna that get. You're gonna get your ass cuffs. kicked. You're gonna get your ass kicked by 200-pound men, 300-pound men for about 10 minutes before the cops get there. Yeah, and leaving in handcuffs on a yeah. journey to the hospital. No, you're gonna have an offensive. You're gonna have an. You're gonna have an offensive lineman lying on top of you until the police get there. You know, um, will be arrested. And, the fact that he can do this and walk away from it. It's Aaron it, Donald. It, you know, yeah. arguably one of the best players in football. Uh, again, he's gonna. You know, there's a there's a certain aspect of athlete privilege that is out there, and it, it, it's just. They should be held to a higher standard. They should be held to a higher standard because here they are. You are getting paid, Aaron Donald. What is he getting paid? Like forty million a year? Uh, oh, way more than twenty-five, I thirty million a year. I mean, it's just—it's a stupid amount of money. And yeah, it can get hot. But you—you you should have the self-control to be able to to say, in that situation, just walk away. You know, yeah. I know it can get heated. I know you're out there banging heads. These guys, you might face in the Super Bowl again. You know, so it's not the first time, though. It's not like it's the first time offense for him. I mean, he, he's had several different situations to where he's shown on camera on a on a game day on the field, choking another player. I mean, you can look it up right now. Just type in Arizona Cardinals from the from the postseason last, you know, last year. He, he was choking a player, you know, and he, he's done these, these things before where he, he's unable to control himself. And, you know, it, this is just. It's a bad look for the league. The fact that there's a small chance they can step in and do something, but only because it's the joint practice, they might have some sort of ability to jump in and, and levy some kind of fine or, and punishment down to him. But I really think 100% is going to be left up to the Rams to make the right decision. And as we know, they will not. No, because they want to win. Right. Right. And they don't it, it's like the Browns. And, and, you know. and I don't. I judge them for it, but I don't blame them for it, if that makes sense. Oh, I, I judge them 100%, and this goes all the way back to my hatred for them, like I said earlier, for the no-call. I mean, even after you lost that Super Bowl in what was one of the lowest-rated Super Bowls ever of all time, yeah, um, you still can't admit that that was pass interference. That, and you will Super not Bowl, that Super Bowl for the Rams was almost as bad as LSU not crossing the 50-yard line in the yes. national championship against yes. Alabama. Yes. And what makes me sick about their fans, and this goes for every fan base, your diehard fans, you know, they will stick up for their team and they will run down no matter what, and their team can do no wrong. And in the reality of the situation is here, as a fan, you should be the one to step up and say, hey, I'll need to do something about this. This guy is a role model to someone somewhere along the, along the lines, you know, some player in high school, some player in college, some peewee player who looks at Aaron Donald and be like, I want to be like that guy. And 
you know, now you have this guy double fisting helmets and smashing heads in the practice. You know, what does that, how does that portray to the younger people who look up to him as a role model? You know, not well. and, and not well. I, I don't, I don't think anybody should use a sports player of any caliber, any team, any whatsoever as a role model. I think that's just a horrible person to look up to, you know, because what happens behind closed doors, you don't see half of it. And you don't know these people from anything other than what right. you see on TV. And, and but there are people out there that use these guys as role models. And you just saw your role model bash somebody's head in with a helmet. Yeah, not exactly. Not a good you know? look. So, I mean, but, look, we can go for another 10 minutes on this, but I think that that's, you know, we'll yeah, see. The, yeah, it's we'll up see to the Rams. It's up to the Rams. Right Unless the charges are pressed, then the league can do something, apparently. So, yeah, as that stands right now. Uh, so the Saints, what they did was they uh, totally wasn't suspended, but he was fined twenty five thousand dollars by the Saints. Yes. Um, so you know he had a. Like I said, that, that mean, happened look, in game that, time. That happened in game time, and I, I'm looking at the the recap of it, and I like he was Aaron Brooks got wrapped up, and then the face mask they tore they grabbed his face mask and pulled it so hard that it completely turned his whole torso. So, I mean, it, yeah. it, it was in defense of his quarterback. Now, yes. I don't know what happened prior to this on the the field here, but it couldn't have been that bad. Well, there, there were several things that led up to that. And then, like I said, but Kyle Turley ripped his helmet off and then threw the guy's helmet across the field. He didn't swing at anybody. He didn't try to hit anybody with it. He just tossed that shit like, you know, a rock across the field. Um, but... Like I said, the league didn't suspend him for it. He he did get an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty, and then now you're saying that it the, cost team him the, did, game. The, yep. the team did that did cost him the game, and the, and then the team did levy a fine on him. So at least the Saints stepped up and did something, right? I mean, it's it's not the same situation. So what the Saints did, I guess, can be okay in that situation. Maybe they should have suspended him for a game, you know, something, but they at least did something. I don't I don't see the Rams stepping up and do this. Like I said, lack of integrity. I don't see them stepping up and doing anything. Yeah, and I mean, look, if the league does anything, it's going to be they maybe they can find the team, I don't know. But so, I don't know uh, something, but nothing's yeah, going to well, happen. So. We're in the we're in the the, the back end backside of fantasy draft season. If you haven't done your draft already, good for you. You've still got one more preseason game to get through. Uh, if you have done yeah. your draft, knock on everything you can that nothing happens to your guy. Yeah, I don't first first quarter. Yeah, the main league I'm in, I don't have a draft until the Sunday before the season starts. So, you know, I get I get a lot of time before injuries and whatever. But uh, a lot of time to look at it, what it is, and and unfortunately, I'm in a rough place. You know, it's a good spot, but you know, I'm drafting second, so it's kind of rough. You know, looking at CMC, Derrick Henry, those guys. You know, I I got I drafted second in one of my leagues, and it ended up uh, I ended up picking Austin Eckler because I was like, yes. look, that's, that's the way I feel. I'm gonna he's go. He's the guy who's in the best situation, who's capable of putting up those numbers you need every week. He's got a good yeah, quarterback. He's, he's Derrick Henry. Derrick yeah. Henry is still tied to a, a a not really great quarterback. Well, the, the problem with Derrick Henry is we talk about CMC's injuries every year, but Derrick Henry has been out for the past two years too. 
you know, he's missed significant time the last two seasons also. And, yeah, so, CMC, I'm just – I'm in the David Johnson territory with CMC, right? Like, I had right. – like, I drafted David Johnson the year after he got hurt. And then I ended up getting him later in later rounds. But then, like, I got burned by him two years in a row. I'm like, screw this. This guy's not the same. After his yeah. injuries, he was not the David Johnson of his rookie year. Um, he just – he fell off a cliff. And sometimes injuries do that to you. You know, there's yeah, nothing. It, there's nothing. There's no shame in that. I mean, the guy went on. He's still happens. he's still playing. He's still playing. You know, he was a backup last year. Uh, well, no, he was he, starting with Houston. Yeah, he was rotating. Yeah, he, he's just not that top. No. He's not that top guy. He's not that top tier no. running back anymore. No. But like I said, so I'm 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 avoiding CMC and I'm avoiding Derrick Henry at at all costs for injury reasons. And if for some reason Jonathan Taylor does fall down to me at two, because somebody's like, you know. This could be CMC's comeback year. He's going to do it this year. Then, you know, I'm looking at Austin Eckler in the in the in the, in the second spot. Yeah, I think that's a good spot. And then coming around, you know, it's going to give you a chance to get probably the best receiver available, and then your RB two. Um, yeah. It, you know, it, it just uh, it depends, right? It depends where you're at. So I ended up with a decent team. I, I'm not super crazy about it, like. Stephon Diggs was my number one, um, which I think was a pretty good value there on the turn in the second mm-hmm. round. But it's not somebody that I'm used to drafting or relying on as my number one. Um, generally, I, I've been there before. Um, he, he's he's gonna he's gonna get you some points. Uh, he's in a good situation with with Jared with uh, Josh Allen. I was gonna do it again, damn it! You were gonna with, say with, Jared with, Allen <laughs> with Josh Allen as the quarterback. He's in a I'm great keeping a tally situation of this. There. This is um, great. you know so. I mean, he's in a good spot, so, I mean, it's not a bad pick at all. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it, it, you come out and you hope for the best, which is fantasy teams, respect to worst. I'm in a non-PPR league yes. that, that I drafted that in, uh, which is always, you know, it's just how we've had it. We never went PPR. We just never did it. Uh, mm-hmm. We finally added a third wideout spot, so – it actually put more emphasis on the wideouts, but it's just it's 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 hard to draft that because, like all the cheat sheets, all the stuff, all the, you know, the half point or full PPR now, right? The default yeah. Yahoo is half point, but I mean at the end of the day, it's like without PPR, it kind of takes some of that away, but at the same time, you're still basically looking at a half point PPR. Well, type. I feel like I feel like with PPR is kind of taken away a lot from the running back situation. It's made them less uh, dominant in fantasy. Yes. Uh, it's made the uh, tight ends and receivers to be a lot more productive uh, point-wise. So um, a lot of teams, you know, if you're playing in a PPR league, you tend to still go running back first, but then you're going to go receiver in the second and third round possibly um, just because they give you more points per reception. You know, and, and then if you yeah. throw the, the points per completion on our quarterback and stuff like that, you know, there, there's all kind of crazy rules that go along with it, depending on how you set up your league. But, uh, you know, that would make your quarterback freaking your, your dominant spot there, you know, to go go after in your second and third round if your commissioner would put that kind of stipulation on there. So what's your what's your draft strategy, Captain? What's your what's your default? Um, I, I still go old school. I try to go running back, running back. Um you know, and then uh, this year I'm trying something new. Um, I'm not going to draft a defense or a kicker um, at all uh, headed into it. I'm going to leave those positions open. I'm going to go after some sleeper running, you know, sleeper 
wide receivers and whatnot and then make my decision uh, before game day. That's um, fantasy taboo. You know that, right? It is what it is. I'm going to do what I do. Just wait until the last rounds. I, I mean, it, it's, if a I pick up, it's a dick if move I, not to fail out your team. It's if I pick move. them up, if I pick them up in the last round, or if I draft them the day before the season, you're going to draft the Saints defense, and you know it. Um, if I'm looking around and, and possibly in the later rounds, and I, I got nothing, sure. But I'm going I'm to tell you, the league I'm in, it, it's not going to happen. Those guys are going to go Saints defense very early. Uh, they're going to jump on quarterbacks early. They always do. I ended up um, drafting late, and I got Rams and Lutz. You know, that's why I still have a possibility of getting, um, you know, Jonathan Taylor because somebody might be stuck on CMC or, you know, depending on who drafts first, they might not be paying attention to it. Um, really hardcore like that. Um, I, I, think that's, I think that's what I'm going to roll with this year, man. Like, just fill it out and then just – drop someone and go for those positions. I mean, that's how I normally play those positions throughout the season anyway, uh, unless I have that top-notch defense, which I normally usually don't end up with because of where I end up drafting at. So, I mean, I usually play those positions as a kicker in defense by committee. So I think I might go that way to start. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's always been running back, running back. Uh, but – Drafting PPR lately, you know, it's running back, receiver, high-volume guy. Then you go running back in the third round or, you know, whatever, maybe tight end, if there's a good tight end left. Like, I, I picked would... up Mark, Mark Andrews has been my third or fourth-round pick, fifth-round pick the last couple of years. This year, he went in, like, the second. Yeah, I was um, going to say, what's your strategy third. What's your strategy on tight ends? Do you, do you go after a top-tier uh, tight end if you can get if, him in the third but round? If one of the top three guys, Andrews, Kelsey, or Kittle, is available in the third round, I'm seriously thinking about taking them. Uh, at okay, that point. so drafting at the number two spot, if those guys make a round and you're doing snake and you come down and you, you draft at, what, uh, that would be 19, and then again yeah. at 21? I, I you, consider it there. Are you, you know, 22, or are, are you there. going at that point? See, to me, I that's think, still a second-round pick. I think just basing, <laughs> basing all, the, basing all the, the way things are going, right, I don't know. It depends. If, if all the running backs are starting to disappear, I make sure to get a running back in the first three rounds, two running backs, yeah. that I know I can trust. Uh, a lot of the running backs this year, some of the guys like David Montgomery and uh, Miles Sanders and stuff, Sanders had kind of a shitty preseason, but – you still know they're going to be volume guys. They're going in like the sixth round, the seventh round. And um, I'm like, yeah, see, there's a few rough ones out there. I mean, like, oh, I remember what it was. I, I did, I did a mock the, I did a mock uh, on the second round, and I ended up with Nick Chubb in the third. Because yeah, Nick Chubb. Somebody, Nick Chubb somebody left him. Like, why would you still leave Nick Chubb right there? You know, he doesn't have a, he doesn't have a, a quarterback in Jacoby Brissett. They're going to be relying on him to run the ball and move the ball. So unless he, he faces a major injury, he's going to get you points and he's going to score. So, yeah. I mean, why would you leave that guy available? That, and, and that's I mean, a guy look, that shouldn't some, be available if, in the third somebody, round. If somebody falls, you know, that's great. Um, I've seen people, like my draft, somebody took Josh Allen in the third. I, I've seen a lot of that, you know, Josh I, Allen. Uh, I don't. I you know. never put that much stock in quarterbacks that early. 
Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, and Patrick Mahomes have been hitting the third in in quite a few of the mock drafts I've done. That's ridiculous. Josh Allen arguably may be the only one to justify that high, but even Patrick Mahomes, I... I don't know, man. I wrote wrote with... With, with Justin Herbert the last two years. You can go look up all the statistics, right? But the drop-off for quarterbacks is nowhere near as steep as the drop-off for running backs yeah, or, or tight ends. Tight ends and wide receivers, it's less. But, I mean, running backs, it is boom. Here's the kick on the quarterbacks. If you end up with one of those guys at a top 10, top 10 quarterbacks, and you play in a 10-team league, you should end up with one of those top 10 guys unless you have some yeah. a-hole in your league who's going to draft quarterback, quarterback at some point. Dude, we had, had a two-team league. Three teams drafted two quarterbacks. So you know. I was like, by the time it came around to me, and I, like, I hadn't dropped, I'm like, screw it. I'll just give up his lap. I, and like, and there was I ended nothing. up with Jameis. I ended up with Jameis. That's, I, like, I actually that's feel mine. like that's going to be good. I don't I don't think that's going to be an issue. I think Jameis is going to come back strong. I'll stream. You know, I think this year he's going to roll and he's going to do it. So, and somebody's um, going to drop that extra quarterback anyway. It's like they draft him thinking they can trade him. That's, and that's I'm what like, they do. I've got, they always I've got, have like, I picked up James Robinson in the last round of the draft, right? Yeah. So he could end up being, you know, one A, one B to ATN, and ATN yeah. could get hurt again. Who knows, right? Yeah, I was going to say, so, what's, what's your feeling on Travis ATN? Do you think he's going to have his year finally? I, you think I he's hope so. Going to be there. He was explosive looking coming in. Jacksonville looked really good in their preseason games. Um, mm-hmm. I did enjoy watching that. That offense looks like it's going to gel this year. And it's got all the pieces and they finally can protect the golden child. Um okay. Sunshine. So, I mean, yeah. again, uh, yeah, Sunshine, they're <laughs> going to be the most improved team along with probably the Jets and uh, Detroit. So I'm looking at those three to see who's going to be most I, I don't D- – Detroit's not going to be Houston. down at the bottom of the league this year, dude. I'm sorry. I, I think Detroit's going to be in that middle area. They won't be drafted in the in the top. Uh, I think I think they, the could easily be, they could easily beat 500. Yeah. I see Detroit well, beating 500. There, there's no 500 anymore, but – you know the thing. Well, you know, but, eight, and, um, eight and seven, not seven and eight. Yeah. Okay. One more. One more before we go, because I mean, I, or you know, nine, it, it's fantasy, eight, whatever. Um, players that have dual um, designations in fantasy football, in, in are are they a value? Do you do you target these guys? Like, just say Jay, uh, Taysom Hill in the tight um, end position. Because they have him in a, as a tight end and QB situation. I hate Would this that shit. Would that be a position to go I hate, for? I hate it. Would first that of all, be I hate it. something you want to play in it. a flex position? Yeah, I, it, it's a flex. Yeah. If you have a super flex, you know, do you put Taysom Hill in? Um, let's say Jameis goes down mm, at some point. Taysom Hill's not the guy if Jameis goes down. I mean, it, it's Andy Dalton. I, I, right, right. But he's still going to be in that position. See, I still think Taysom Hill is going to come away with four – Four passing touchdowns this year. I could see that there's enough plays in the in the playbook where he gets four passing touchdowns. Now, for on top of being a tight end, that could put him over. That could put him double digit touchdowns very easily. So, so, so not necessarily to start, but would that be a guy you go after? You that's a guy. That's a guy. Like, yeah, duck him like off on your bench the, until something starts. In the middle rounds, break. you could you could probably sneak him out in the ninth or tenth, maybe the eleventh or twelfth. Just because people uh, are picking I, defenses I think, around then, 
No, I, I think you can hit Taysom all the way in the last round. I don't think he's on anybody's radar, the, to be honest with you. Any double-digit rounds, Taysom Hill's a great pick because he's going to he's going to give you just enough passing and just enough like rushing to where mm-hmm. it's going to make his floor very high and his ceiling very high. For it, you know, he's not going to be your Mark Andrews or your Kittle or your Kelsey, but he could knock on that door very easily. And well, I mean, I, I we've personally, seen him. and look, you go back to previous years, right? Um, let me think. Uh, oh, the cat that was with Green Bay that came to the Saints. Um, Ty Montgomery. Yeah, Ty Montgomery. Yeah, but he had a running back wide receiver. He had running back wide receiver. Cordell Patterson, when the year that it mattered, he had running back wide receiver. So you got a running back in the wide receiver slot, right? So a lot of times that designation can be unfair. And Ty Montgomery that year, he had the dual designation. And Cordell Patterson last year. year, Yeah, Cordell Patterson last year with that designation was very, very unfair. Because you got a running back in the wide receiver slot. Mm-hmm. And it, it, you know, it made a well, difference Taysom, in a lot of leagues. Taysom's situation is kind of weird because it, it's it's a quarterback tight end. That's just a, a odd ass combination. Yes, but you got to remember he does. And, and, he's a running back you know. quarterback. That's what he is. So yeah. you've got the option of him lining up in the tight end spot. You he could pass, he could run, and he could catch. Well, I mean, let's just be honest. It's going to be in a tight end, a receiver, quarterback, or running back. I mean, he's going to line up wherever he's going to line up at. I mean, I'm just saying for, for, for somebody looking for a player that could make a big difference. So you're saying, yes, that dual designation from Taysom as a quarterback tight end. Will matter, yes. Could be a, could be a, yes. a deal breaker. You should go for it. Okay. I'd say go for it, yeah. Yeah. Okay, because, I mean. I, yeah. That, that's it on Fantasy I, Corner I for just me. Think I, would, I, would draft, I would say. draft Taysom regardless just because he's a, he's a tight end who can – Get you those Theoretically, extra from, gets you yeah. get you a passing touchdown every three games, and, and his every... passing touchdown, and just be honest, is not going to be a sharp pass. It's going to be a bomb. It's going to be some pitch back to him that he's going to toss across the field for 40, 50 yards. Yep. So you're going to get those extra designations for your long your long passes on the touchdown. So you yep. can be double different points depending on how you're. It could be it could be a it could be a seven to nine point play with him. Yeah, depending on how your league is is, is pointed out. But yeah, that's all I got, Kevin. Yeah, I'm good, man. So, all right, guys. Uh, Deshaun Watson won't be suspended. Like I said, uh, Rams have no integrity. You mean uh, Deshaun Watson will be suspended? Not, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Aaron Donald. Sorry. Aaron Donald will not be suspended because the Rams have no integrity and pick up Taysom Hill in the last round of your draft. There you go. <laughs> we got for today. That was our. Uh, that's what I took away. Um, you know, that's all I got. You know, check us out. Like us on Facebook if you're watching us here. Uh, Twitch, uh, YouTube, we're on, we're on both of those at the fifth down. Yes, um, you know, check us out on Apple, Google, um, for the podcast. If you just don't want to look and at it. And one more thing, I think I have to mention this legally, but I'm not sure. Uh, I am running for political office, so this is not. I think I have to mention that. If you have a, a show or something, I have no idea. So. I'm running for oh. city council in my local city. I have to announce that, even though I'm not. We're not sponsoring it yet, yet. And I don't think our one viewer on Twitch is going to check that we out. We'll so. care. No. <laughs> all right, everybody. Thank you all for tuning in. 
Uh, we appreciate it and listening. Uh, and we will see you guys very soon for our more regularly scheduled broadcast. Yep. Starting with the regular season. All Thanks, right, guys. Everybody. Deuces.